0: This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Palito.
1: Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And even if we don't have Lucy Polito in the studio today... We still have the winning combination here, ladies and gentlemen, because we have two great guests on the show with us today. <laughs> Wait a minute. What about me? Oh, yeah. That's right. Of course, we <laughs> Can do Can I be have, a combination yeah, of myself? Or? Yeah, you know, okay. I did that on purpose. Uh, did you? All, all right. right. Of course, that is the award-winning Rich Jekyll, star volunteer at SCORE. Of course, all of the volunteers there are stars, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, they're willing to... Shed some of that stardust with you, right, Rich? That's right. And hello, Christopher. Don't break her heart. All right. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. We'll get to our guests here in just a few minutes. But want to remind you once again, Biz Fest is rushing up. Rushing, man. It's April now. April 29th. Right. Yeah. So it's uh what, two weeks earlier? That's a, about, year? about 10 days earlier, it seems yeah. like, two weeks. Yeah, because usually it's around March the 7th, something it's, like no, that. No, it's May. May the 7th. When yeah. I say March, I'm thinking the others. But, yeah, May the 7th. Yeah. And so it was moved up a little bit this year, so yeah. that means it is, you know, it usually comes up quite quickly anyway, as soon as the year turns. Yeah. And here we are again, almost March, so you just got a couple of months to get ready for this. doesn't uh, give me too long to prepare for the beer, drink, and cocktail hour. <laughs> well, I'll have to practice. Uh, all right. Practice, well, practice, in the, practice. In the meantime, we would like you folks to go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the BizFest. It is a free event. It is a great networking opportunity. And we had uh, Joey on the show last week, the yeah. photographer who's going to be there, the portrait man, uh, exactly to yeah. take your portrait photograph for all of your media needs. And so, and the whole event is free. The photographs are free, yeah, and the cocktail hour is free, right? And he usually charges over a hundred bucks for those for the, those portraits for those sittings. Is that Indeed. what he yes. mentioned to last us last week on the show? And it's free when you go to BizFest and. and why are these things so important? Because that is your brand. There you that's go. That's people will identify absolutely. your business absolutely, And he won't just line you up against the wall to take the photographs. He'll have all of the equipment there and do it in a really professional style. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of great sponsors there as well. And it is a terrific networking opportunity. It is going to be at the Orlando Fashion Square, the National Entrepreneur Center, which is where SCORE offices are located here in Orlando. And there'll be the speed counseling, right? Which you yeah. do every year, don't you? I do. Yes, it is, and it's about a twenty-minute session where you sign up for it, and we. It usually goes about uh, uh, the whole time frame goes about two hours, and the twenty-minute sessions words, That's go, the window of opportunity, right? right. Twenty-minute sessions go twenty minutes. Yep. And if you have an issue that needs to be discussed further, then we get your name and schedule an appointment with a counselor for another meeting that's an hour long. Indeed. And you'll want to sign up for this early because those those oh, seats are gone. Fill. Yeah. Last time, last year, they were gone. Yeah. Yeah, so don't wait till the last minute. Now, once again, the event is free, as are the speed counseling sessions. Everything that day is free for you. Right. And But you do need to sign up ahead of time. Now, you can come in the door that day, just, you know, walk in, but that's fine. around. Exactly, but but you won't get the full effect. So go to pleaseorlando.score.org and sign up. You'll see more about it there. There'll be speakers there. There'll be discussions there that you'll be able to ask questions and that sort of thing. Right. And you have to sign up for each one of these things because they have capacity. Limits. So you got to sign up to make sure you get a seat in these things because they're very, very well attended. Yeah, very, very well attended. So once again, circle April the 29th on your calendar. The event begins around noon and usually concludes about dark, about 8 nine o'clock. Whatever time I close down the bar. <laughs> and then, by the way, the catering is absolutely fantastic yeah. as well. Yeah. You won't want to miss this event. Okay. Um, in the meantime, SCORE's always got other things going on. Every week there's something going on over at SCORE. They'll have a seminar, a class. They'll have a presentation with a coffee with a leader series. They have the lunch with a leader series. All of these things you can find at Orlando.score.org, and please do sign up for them if you plan to attend them because they make up material that you'll be taking home, Yeah, right. reading material and such. So please do go to Orlando.score.org to see the list of upcoming events or even better yet, sign up for the newsletter, right? Absolutely. Get your paws on that newsletter. There's some news in that thing. Yeah. There's news about us, you know, what we yeah. do on the shows, uh, very little, but there is news on it. <laughs> because there's so much in there. Yeah, right. And they'll, they'll give you the heads up and the alerts on upcoming events and reminders and so please do sign up at orlando.score.org. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. Facebook. That's SCORE Orlando yeah, on success. Facebook. Yeah, And don't forget the national website is SCORE.org. And that's where you can get documentation that you might need, legal forms, templates, as Rich calls them, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. for business plans. Yeah. Uh, Profit and loss statements, yep. you name it, there is a form there that you can Projections, download. Projections, all that stuff is all out there for you. And it's free. Indeed it is. The big F word, again, we how, have to use it. How much is the mentorship program? And the big F word, once again, it's free. <laughs> yes. And many of the offerings, like BizFest, are free. Uh, The seminars, there is a charge for some of those, but it's a bargain, I guarantee you. Yeah, it's for the reference material mostly. Indeed it is. And and once all these folks are professionals in their field. The SCORE volunteers are all successful uh, business people, and they want to impart that knowledge and wisdom to you. So come and ask for it, and they will deliver it. All right. In the meantime, as I said, they always have something going on over at SCORE. And now twice a month, they have the Coffee with a Leader series. Yes, sir. And that brings us to our guests today. They've been on the show before, but it's been much too long since they've come back. So I'd like to welcome back to the show Kimberly Soto and Matthew Kenney. Thanks for being here, folks. Great. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. And we appreciate you coming in. Uh, real quickly, let me just uh, get both of you to remind our audience uh, a little bit about your background. You went to the r- routine before. So, Kimberly, why don't we start with you? You're a lawyer and you have your own law office.
2: Yep. I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts, and I went to law school at GW in D.C. And, George Washington. Yep, George Washington. Yep. And came back down here to Florida in 2011, and I've been practicing ever since.
1: And you're your own law firm?
2: Yes, now I am. Yep, opened in twenty fourteen.
1: Okay, so you went first you started out as a partner in another law firm? Yep. Yeah. And that's typically that's sort of a way that it happens, isn't it, in the business? Yeah. That you sort of don't jump in the deep end right away?
2: Not always, but sometimes.
1: <laughs> and by the way, her website is the Soto Law dot com, S O T O, of course, for Soto, the Soto Law dot com. And we'll get into what type of uh, you know law she practices and that sort of thing. So do you miss Boston?
2: Not the weather.
1: <laughs> I can just imagine. Uh, I miss Brady.
0: <laughs> gone <anywhere> yet. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> no, but I'm from Buffalo, so oh, he's not. not a fan of ours, and vice nope. versa. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, Matthew Kinney, you are a professor of business.
3: I am, yes, at uh, Valencia well, on first West Campus. First of all, tell us a
1: little bit about how you got here.
3: Well, I'm a lawyer as well. I have my own practice. Go uh, back further than that. Oh, further. Okay, yeah. my story. Well... I was born outside of Boston. You'll pick yeah. up, you'll pick oh, up my yeah. accent too. Right? Here we go. Yeah. Now you two didn't know each other in Boston. I think. No, take we it. didn't. No. Okay. All uh, right. I'm, I'm a New Englander. I grew up just outside of Boston, mm-hmm. and uh, did, I did a doctorate in business administration here in Florida, and down at Nova Southeastern University down in yeah. just outside of Fort Lauderdale. Right. And uh, after that, I was in a decision to start a college. I wanted to start my own. Degree program. Yeah, I still program. can't get over that. Yeah. So I started an MBA program, and we located it in Florida. So I made the move down here with my family for that, and uh, went to Florida A and M at nights as part of their nice MBA uh, their nice night program, and uh, got my degree in 2018, and have been practicing as a sole practitioner since uh,
1: uh, since your passing law, the bar your law degree.
3: Yeah, I have your a law, law, law. degree. Yeah. yeah. Right. What happened to the college? Cashed out, cashed out of <laughs> yeah, it, huh? I, yeah. I don't love things that don't love me back. Right, that's my motto. <laughs> yeah, and, right. and, that, and actually, the, the reality is when I started the business, my college it was kind of my baby, and then my wife and I had real babies, yeah, had a little girl uh, and, a, and a little boy. So my a kids are still pretty young, don't like. Law office babies. Yeah, it was the, the being self-employed was. A, it, I enjoyed it, and I would advocate for it, and I teach it, and I really am passionate about it. But there's a time, sometimes, when it's good to work for somebody else too, and the opportunity to work with Valencia and be part of their tenure track process uh, came along, and I sort of jumped at that, and, and gave me a little bit more stability. And once again,
1: Matthew is a professor of business on is it the West Campus? Yes, on West Kirkman. Campus. Yes. yeah, Kirkman Road, and. Well, his website is com. Kenny spelled K E N N E Y, com, And they are going to be making the presentation at the Coffee with the Leader series on Thursday, March the 12th. So, once again, we encourage you to go there and sign up for it. And this is a free event. The Coffee with the Leader series yep. is free. Mm-hmm. You'll get, the, you know, they have coffee and, and some pastries there. But come early. The doors open at 8 o'clock, I believe, don't they? Yes. Yeah. And for these events. So it's a great networking opportunity. Everything they do at SCORE, you can see as a networking opportunity. Yeah, that's the way you should see it. Right. And it's important to small business. Right. So when we come back, we're going to take a break here in about a minute. But when we come back, uh, we'll be talking a little bit more with Matthew and Kimberly and what each of they, them do in their field in particular and then how they are coming together because you're both going to be here at that event. At that right? event?
2: Yep, we both will be. Okay, yeah. so
1: so we're going to have to find out how that came to be. All right, a okay. professor of business and then a lawyer across town. All right, and once again, Kimberly's website, if you'd like to go check it out and bring it up while we're discussing things with her, it's the Soto the Soto and Matthew's is MatthewKinney.com, K E N N E Y, MatthewKinney.com. And don't forget, if you want to attend this event or any other event at SCORE, please go to orlando.score.org and yeah, sign and up register. for register. That's right. And you can always call on the phone if you have some questions. You'd rather to talk to a person and get them answered. Uh, and that is 407 420 4844 for SCORE, 407 420 4844. And once again, don't forget to like Rich on Facebook. (laughs) I'm right here, guys. He gets jealous if you don't. (laughs) All right. That's Score Orlando on Facebook, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, we're back. We are What's the Score, and by we, I mean myself, Christopher Hart, Rich Courses volunteer at SCORE, and our guests today will be presenters at a SCORE event, and that is Kimberly Soto of the Soto Law Office and Matthew Kenney, Professor of Business at Valencia. And so we were just talking, getting a little bit about your background, and you both happen to be from Boston but didn't know each other as you were growing up, as it turned out. But both of you ended up becoming lawyers as well. Uh, Real quick, was that in your family become a lawyer was was like your father or grandfather or something like that a lawyer because a lot of times that in those professions those fields that that kind of you know goes from one generation to the next
3: yeah no my mother's a psychologist uh she has her phd in in clinical psychology and my dad was a mba entrepreneur okay so i sort of married those two professions in my own i think there's a lot of psychology and teaching and organizational behavior mm-hmm. Uh, But the law always just interested me. And as a consultant, I used to get frustrated that I'd be referring things to lawyers who were being paid far more than I was as a consultant. So I said, you know, maybe I had to rethink that credential and uh, flip this
1: equation around. How about you, Kimberly? Uh,
2: Both of my parents are retired doctors. So first lawyer in the family.
1: Is that right? Well, I guess they're pretty proud of you, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We've been needing a lawyer. But now, what particular field of law?
2: Uh, business law, real estate, and estate planning.
1: Okay, so that's pretty broad field. Yes. But it, it, you're you're dealing basically with people in their personal lives, uh, you know, on a regular basis, not because you know it's a lawsuit or something like that. And in other words, this is something everybody needs to do, no matter what their situation is. Correct. Absolutely. Okay, and. Your particular uh, you, uh, professor of business, I think, is pretty self-explanatory in, in, in a sense. But what does that mean at Valencia College?
3: Well, at Valencia, I teach several subjects. One of them is business law. So that will basically give students an introduction to what the legal process is and transactional law in general. And uh, I also teach small business management. So there's some crossover between there. Um, and then uh, I also have a small practice where I do transactional work. And transactional work would probably be more in the type of things that would keep you out of a courtroom, more so than dealing with getting into a courtroom. So drafting contracts, interpreting language,
0: Mm -hmm.
3: uh, reviewing compliance statutes, things along that line. Discrimination and that kind of stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah. I do do some work with helping people access pro bono uh, resources or Uh, um, free resources through the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission or through the Department of Labor. Um, So I I try to do a lot of a little bit of advocacy in terms of employment law as well. Um, But I'm the type of guy that probably helps you before you go to court rather than somebody like Kimberly who would help you in the courtroom. But you're you're trying to help people before they
1: go to court as well.
2: Yes. Yeah. So I do transactional and litigation.
1: Okay, And once again, transactional would mean more setting things up contract-wise, organizational-wise, legally, and that sort of thing?
2: Yep. Getting corporations set up, partnership agreements, drafting their contracts with vendors, and then if it goes south, litigation, okay. or if they had someone else draft it. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. All right. And so how did you two get together? I mean, how is it that you're both going to be uh, making this presentation at the Coffee with a Leader? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, we're both members of the Orange County Bar Association, and they uh, asked us to Participate. I believe they reached out to SCORE and we were both familiar with the organization. As I mentioned the last time I was here, my dad was actually a SCORE a representative. He helped uh, people that were interested in starting food service businesses out mm-hmm. of the Peabody, Massachusetts office up off the north shore of Boston. Uh, so uh, I was familiar with it and the opportunity presented itself. So I was happy to share some thoughts. Yep.
1: And so it was a, because the Bar Association was like a meeting that you two were at, or did they put out a, you know, a, a, a bulletin? Hey, we need a couple of people to do this. Is we put what... out
2: a bulletin. We got an email about it. Um, and so I was available and, you know, I've worked with SCORE before. I really enjoy it. I think that it provides a lot of things that people need. And so I jumped at the opportunity and thankfully it wasn't full yet.
1: <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. And so this presentation at
3: the Coffee with a Leader series, what is it? Do you have, do you have a title for it? Well, we've kept it pretty broad to just to call it a and a session with the attorneys. I think it's a little bit unique where we have two attorneys so we can kind of give different perspectives. And I think we probably have other areas of focus that we know where if one doesn't know the exact answer, maybe the other one might. So I think it's good to have two, uh, two attorneys uh, present. But what what I found uh, in the previous presentation that I gave a nice script, you know, did my PowerPoint presentation and mm-hmm. I was all ex- excited about it. And then when it, the floor opened up for questions, people asked me things about other topics that they were thinking about because they're entrepreneurs and they're really interested in the legal questions pertaining to their business, not necessarily what I had come to speak about. Right. So, well, uh, I don't know if Kimberly's previous experience was similar to that, but I think what we tried to do is for this time is say, listen... There's a lot of issues out there affecting entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs. You know, from business formation to uh, employee rights, to immigration, to hiring, mm-hmm. uh, hiring employees. Uh, why don't we just have a session where, where, whereas we both have experience public speaking and reaching, you know, communicating, sort of in a Socratic method with with large groups? Why don't we just open the floor to any question that you might have? And, wow, it's going to be wide open. Yeah, man. we're going we're to open it up <laughs> and. Uh,
1: well, Kimberly, there, there must be, you know, a handful of questions you get all the time.
2: Oh, gosh. Yes. Um, yeah. I would say probably the kind of starting at the beginning, it's what type of corporation should or, people start or words, should they what, even start a corporation? Right. In other yeah. words,
1: what type of business structure? Yep. Right. And S-Corporation, well, LLC. Give us, well, give us the basics. He throws around these S-Corporation, LLC, like everybody out there knows what he's talking about. So please kind of give us the basic ones.
2: Um, well, so there's LLC, a corporation. Um, Which is a limited
1: li- liability company.
2: Yes, limited liability company, um, partnership, a limited partnership, um, and then for tax purposes, you could be a C-Corp or an S-Corp.
1: What would be the difference between those two?
2: Um, That's the type of corporate structure that you have, but I also refer tax questions to tax attorneys or tax accountants. Okay,
1: but that might have some tax advantages to have one or the other of those.
2: Absolutely. So I always, you know, recommend that people meet with an attorney, but you also want to meet with who's going to do your taxes because you want to take advantage of both the liability protection from the legal side and also any tax protections that you can.
1: Right. And the limited liability would give you that liability protection, I take it. Yep. Okay. Rich. The tax just... Briefly, the tax ramifications are with an S-corporation, you get the choice of being taxed as an individual, like a sole proprietor, or as a corporation. You have a choice. And same thing with the LLC. Right. So those are the tax options that you have. So you better know what the difference is. right? right. And that's why you seek either an attorney or come to score, and we teach that. And there's also another fundamental difference, correct me if I'm wrong, that an S or a C corporation has to have shareholders. In other words, you have to set it up where there are shares in the corporation, whereas an LLC is a like a partnership and there there are no shareholders.
2: Yes and no. <laughs> so when Here you. We go with the lawyers. I know. No. <laughs> I know. Right.
1: Bring your questions. Bring March your questions. March the, March the 12th in <laughs> the Coffee with the Leader series. But uh, isn't there some validity to that? Uh, yes.
2: Yes, there is. And so for. Um, for example, a lot of people would probably choose to be an S corporation if they can, but you're not always allowed to be that election. Sometimes they force you to be a C corp. Yeah. Um, that would be in an instance where instead of me and Matthew owning a company, an LLC together we own two companies and then those two companies own the third llc so right, that third yeah. llc couldn't elect to be an s corp
1: and i think you have to uh, uh, apply to the irs to get that s corporation yep. status is that oh, correct yeah. yes so they can deny it if they yeah. choose to do so uh, okay um so these are some of the type of questions you know that that you guys will be dealing with once again Uh, We're talking to Matthew Kinney, professor of business at Valencia College, and Kimberly Soto, practicing attorney at the Soto Law Office. That's com. And by the way, you can call her office at 321-972-2279. That's for Kimberly Soto. 3219722279 and yes there is some kind of weird number thing going on there with those <laughs> that number um, makes it easy to remember 9722279 and then Matthew's phone number is 407-693-2050 407-693-2050 and this coffee with leader series once again is a free event but you need to sign up ahead of time to make sure there's a place for you there, mm-hmm. and right. that there'll be handouts that you'll be taking home with you for yeah. that. So yeah. you'll definitely reference want. material. And if you got that, you know that question, you know, you getting different opinions from different people, come on down and ask them. And if they can't answer it for you there, obviously they can set up a consultation where they can take care of it. Uh, how about you, Matthew? What what are some of the common questions or the most common questions that you get from some of your students about business and business law?
3: Well, there's a lot of questions. What, what are that, they confused yeah. about
1: the most? Let's put it that way.
3: Well, I think they're, um, they're so well-taught, they're hardly confused. Yeah, they're so sharp. No, Actually, no, I've got an AA
1: degree from Valencia, yeah. so yeah. well, I can vouch for them. Yeah, right? yeah.
3: How did yeah, I, I know, know that? Valencia students are really great. And uh, what I like is a lot of them are working right now, so they're engaged in this stuff, and they can see the practical application of it. It's not just theory. It's They can see when we talk about... Workplace harassment, for example, of the importance of training employees, and uh, they have questions about that. But you know, sometimes we get into the the nitty gritty of the law, and they're they're really surprised by it. For example, when we look at uh, dis- workplace discrimination, and we see that the, the, the Civil Rights Act of 1965, which protects employees in the workforce, generally applies to employees of companies of fifteen or more employees. So th- there are situations where. Where an employee could be in a situation, it may be themselves in their own workplace situation, and maybe they wouldn 't be covered by the federal law yeah. uh-huh. and the the state law when it comes to employment laws generally kind of match um, the federal law but uh, but you see some c- counties like Orlando, for example, which is much more aggressive right so the the threshold f- for their employment ordinances generally is five employees, so you can see that there could be really three different standards where where a discriminatory act oh, yeah. occurs. Yeah. You know, it could affect your rights. Yeah. So they like things like that where they see the practical application.
1: of OK. The law. All right. We're going to take a break when we come back. We'll talk more with Kimberly Soto of the Soto Law Office and Matthew Kinney, professor of business at uh, was well, was it again? In I was going to say, Rollins, I don't know why Rollins popped from. into my head. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to these folks and find out more about this event. And Kimberly has another event which you might be interested in attending as well. So we'll tell you about that. So please stick around for more of What's the Score. All right, we are back, and this is what's the score—the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And we do have a winning combination as usual in the studio today. Starting with Rich Jekyll, here of Score. I am, man. There you are, the I real am, winner. I have Christopher Hart, our guest today, and they've both been on the show before, but in separate appearances before, and they'll be appearing together—not just on the show today, but also at the Coffee with Us Leaders presentation. Coffee with a Leader series presentation uh, coming up on Thursday, March the 12th. The doors open at 8 o'clock at the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. And once again, we'd like to you to sign up early at Orlando.score.org because this is one that's sure to fill up. Mm-hmm. All right. So Kimberly Soto and Matthew Kinney, our guests today, they'll be the presenters there. Both have a law background and business law uh, in particular backgrounds. That's what Kimberly practices at her law office, and that's what Matthew Kenny teaches at Valencia Community College. And as he was describing the subject matter, and you know, it sounded a lot like what you advise people on. Is that correct?
2: Yep, that's correct.
1: So, is it, do you get any of his students yet at your office? Hey. Oh, I don't know. <laughs>
2: I don't think so yet.
1: Okay, uh, but. What about the business atmosphere here in Central Florida? Both of you must have your, your finger on the pulse because you're teaching it, you know, so you must notice the size of your classes, the enthusiasm, and you're practicing helping people set up businesses and do business, so each of you must see, you know, must you must be barometers each in your own way. So, Kimberly... What, what do you think? Is the business getting much better here in Central Florida, the business environment?
2: Oh, I think so. Yeah, business, I think, is really booming. I mean, there's so many small businesses opening up, mom-and-pop shops, um, and especially with kind of the Internet and online. A lot of on- online companies yes. are opening up.
1: Right. Now, people think that it's online, it's easy, anybody can do it. Uh, do I need to? I don't need to, you know, go down and get all this paperwork done by a lawyer, right?
2: Ooh, no, <laughs> regardless of whether it's, you know, a brick and mortar shop or it's online, you still want the protections um, because if you still, if something happens or there's a mistake made and you're not set up correctly, then they can come after you personally. And you put, you know, yourself at risk, your family at risk, all of your assets that you own yeah. that you could own in the future. Um, so you definitely want to still be set up correctly, even if you just have an online shop. Well, what about grandma
1: just selling some stuff on eBay or something like that? That's called cottage industry. Is that what that?
2: I I still recommend that you be set up correctly as a company. I, you know, I tell people it's, you got to weigh it. You got to weigh how much it costs to set up. If it's going to be a solely owned business, you can set up an LLC on SunBiz. Real easy. You know, you can have an attorney help you. It's not going to break the bank. It's not right. going to cost very much. And the protection that you're getting on the back end of liability is it's so worth it. I mean, you're just protected 100 times over what you're going to originally pay.
1: It's $79 to set up an S-Corp on sunbiz.org, and it's 149 to set up an LLC. Yeah, but if you've Sun never Biz. done it before, I suggest you do get some advice from somebody like Kimberly. So you make sure you do it right. Absolutely. If you don't do it right, it's not going to do you any good. Yep. So, and, and by the way, grandma can be sued too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And if somebody finds out it is grandma with no protection, guess what? Yep. They're going to sue her. Um, and so these sort of things need to be dealt with and they need to be dealt with as early as possible in the organization. And so... You, you, you when you when you do this presentation, you said it's going to be more like just an open question and answer atmosphere uh, to deal with people's biggest concerns. I guess that's what right. you're asking for, their biggest concern.
3: Yeah, I think so. And just maybe to help them see some things that maybe they wouldn't have really thought about. And just one example might be, for example, uh, the LLCs. So uh, Kimberly mentioned setting up an LLC is not terribly difficult to go through the state to set it up. You don't really probably need a lawyer to even do that. It's good to have one. But, you know, that's not the most complicated thing. But the next step beyond that is actually writing an operating agreement for your LLC. Yeah how can people come into the organization how can you get out yeah. how how do you buy the how do you value the membership what units what happens if somebody dies one of the partners yes what if they're divorced right right who keeps the assets so these are things when i when i teach this in a classroom this is the things i talk about i said the llc is okay that gives you the limited liability protection yes and that's good to know but really the business acumen is in the details is in the bylaws. Is it setting up the, the company the right way so yeah. you can control it a little bit more?
1: Yeah, the corporate structure is just that. It's a, it's a superstructure, and then you got to fill it in, right? You got to put furniture in there, <laughs> all right. Uh, so it's just a skeleton, and if you don't flesh it out, then it just remains a skeleton mm-hmm. and can only provide you that kind of protection. Uh, our guests today, Kimberly Soto and Matthew Kenny, and they're going to be presenting at the Coffee with a Leader series on Wednesday, March the 12th, so so please sign up for it. Uh, I kind of skipped over, though. I I was asking her, both of you, about the the business climate, and and she responded that, yes, it's positive, lots of businesses opening up. Mm -hmm. And and you're dealing with mostly young people. I mean, you can go to college any age, but... To be gone, you know, graduated right. high school, but uh, you, you must be also gauging sort of the entrepreneurial spirit amongst the younger folks. Well, mm-hmm. yes, yeah.
3: And in fact, Valencia has about a year or so ago opened up a bachelor's program in business. So it, the pathway was to earn your associate's degree at Valencia and then get go to UCF, UCF or another school. Right. Yep. And uh, about I think it was 2018 we opened up a bachelor's in applied science. And so what students can do is actually spend four years at Valencia and walk away with a bachelor's degree in business hmm. for for a price. I believe it's the full program would cost twelve or thirteen thousand dollars for all the credits. And I I think, you know, one of the areas where you can see the benefits of hiring entrepreneurs to come in and teach, not just theorists, as I recall, when we we got in there and I went in and worked with the deans and some of my colleagues and said... You know, there's so many good textbooks that are available online for free that are digital. Why are students in, in the paying $100 for a textbook, or 200 in some cases? Uh, and right now in that bachelor's program, every single one of the textbooks, to my knowledge, is provided free, a digital version. Awesome. So students are saving about thousands time. and thousands of dollars. That's great. And when you take the, uh, let's say, a, a tuition cost of $13,000, let's say, for a full tuition program, and then you apply some of the opportunity tax credits, for lifelong learning, I think there are about 10000 When you apply those to the actual cost of your college experience, the students in Central Florida can receive a business degree and walk away from it with virtually no debt. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a real testament to, the, benefit. To, to our business community yeah. here and um, the, the leadership of Valencia, which is excellent.
1: Uh, is there a particular field or, or general field of interest amongst your students like are they all coming in wanting to open up high
3: tech businesses or gaming businesses or something like that? No, not really. I think what I find with my students is that they tend to really be more—they tend to be more rooted in regular, average businesses, hair salons. Um, you know, tr- really? I found a student that wants to start a trucking company, uh, okay. restaurants, uh, some high tech, obviously, but no, the, most of them are rooted in real world type applications, businesses their family has. So we we see a lot of. Yeah. Uh, children that have, or students that have family businesses. Um, but, you know, I had I, one student, I, I recall, that came to me, and he asked some, some questions about how to liquidate some excess inventory, and I showed him how to find a broker who would deal with that. And I said, what were you doing? He said, well, I had some couple containers of coffee beans coming from South America. I was a 20-year-old kid, and it you know it put this deal together to found a supermarket to buy these, bulk shipments of coffee beans, walked away with a nice profit. And I said, to give the kid the market, let him teach the class. I right. mean, now you know, I mean, is an entrepreneur. There, there is such a, an incredible amount of just natural yeah. talent in these classrooms. I wish more people from the business community would come in. Not only would they work with Valencia to find really talented uh, employees and interns, uh, which many are, but just the, the entrepreneurial acumen in these classes is incredible.
1: Let me put, the, having said that, let me put a question to you, Kimberly, and you don't have to say obviously who, but who is your, what is your youngest entrepreneur that you've set up in business? You got any like teenagers yeah. or 10 year old or something?
2: <laughs> Not quite teenagers, still a little bit older, um, but like an online personality through YouTube with the videos that they do, setting them up to get the ad space and their agreements between them with the vendors.
1: Oh, excellent. So you can help out with that sort of thing. Absolutely. All right. Once again, Kimberly's. Website is the Soto Law Soto S O T O, the Soto Law and Matthew's is MatthewKenney.com, com, Kenny K E N N E Y, Matthew com. And uh, when we come back after this break, coming up here in a couple of minutes, uh, Kimberly's got another event that we're going to be telling you about too, but we want to focus uh, today your attention on the Coffee, Coffee with the Leaders with presentation leader. yeah. coming up on Thursday, the March the 12th. And please do sign up for it at orlando.score.org. That's orlando.score.org. And while you're there, sign up for the Biz Fest right. It'll be coming up on April the 29th. Are you guys going to be at Biz Fest? I'll put the pressure on you. <laughs> if you can <laughs> be, right? If I can. All right. That is going to be on April the 29th. And that's a Tuesday. It, it usually is anyway. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. it is. And it starts at noon. And it will wrap up. I don't know when. When the food and drink run out, and that is uh, that starts around six o'clock is when the cocktail hour starts. Yeah, generally, yeah. There's orders and uh, stuff after the keynote speaker and all of that, and it wraps up. Drains out, right? Yeah. So uh, go to Orlando.Score.org and sign up for that. As well as the presentation for Thursday, March the 12th. And look for all the other presentations that you might wish to attend as well. There's panels, there's uh, open forums, there's uh, speed counseling, all about kinds of things about going on. Yeah, yeah. going we'll on do all day. A, a live remote broadcast of the American Adversaries radio show from right there at the National Entrepreneur Center that evening, five to seven. So you can see how we do a remote broadcast. It's really. Fascinating stuff. We actually sit at the table and talk into microphones. Woo! Anyway, come on out and see us, and uh, have a, have a good day. And it's a one heck of a networking opportunity. And don't forget those professionally done photographs, portrait photographs that you can use for your all of your media and uh, and branding. All right. We'll take a break and come back. And once again, you can visit Kimberly's website, the com, Matthews, com, and you sign up for all of these score events at orlando.score.org. And we'll be right back after this short break with more of what's the score. Okay, we're back and we are. What's the score? And we want to thank you for listening to the show and telling your friends and family about it. We really do appreciate it. As the word is getting out that Rich, this guy named Rich Jakel, is yeah, on the radio. Man. Yeah, I'm here too. All right, that is Rich. Not Jekyll. just a bot either. That's I'm right. real. Uh, uh, t- only two uh, For you, I can't speak. Uh, but me, real. I'm real. Oh, that's right. That is Rich Jakel. I am Christopher Hart and our guest today, Kimberly Soto of the Soto Law Office and Matthew Kenny, Professor of Business at Valencia Community College. Or is, it, is it still called Valencia Community College? Or just just or Valencia, Valencia College. Valencia College. Before we get back to that, them, though, I'd like to once again remind you that if you have a business, new, medium-aged, or old, and you want to get a message out to the community, one of the best ways to do that is good old-fashioned radio, ladies and gentlemen. And now with Salem Surround, you can also get help here at Salem Media Group with your your Facebook and all of these other social media platforms as well. they got the whole package here now, ladies and gentlemen. The man to talk to is Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. And with great signals and FM simulcasting, you can really spread your message and get it to everybody you want to have hear it. Yeah, target market. Target market, ladies and gentlemen. You do it right here with radio. And as we tell you, on a repeated basis, and you can check me out, that more people listen to the radio than watch TV by by a pretty significant margin. More people listen to the radio than even use their computers. And I heard on MSNBC the Uh-oh. other morning, they were talking about how millennials and others get their news more from radio than anywhere else. How about that? How about that? Uh, I got to check this out. They listen to, now they have their, their channels and they go to NPR and they go to yep. other sources, yep. Yep. but they're going to the radio. It's still around, and it's going to be around, ladies and gentlemen. And Bill Files is around and ready to talk to you about how you can get your message out there on radio and via Salem Surround on the social media platforms as well. 407-618-1760 is his number. Give him a call and tell him. Rich, the Dr. Jekyll, and And Mr. Mr. Hart Hart show. That's right. Um, Kimberly, you have an event coming up. About a week later from the coffee series, which is coming up on March the 12th. Yep. And it's going to be on that following Wednesday, March the 18th and five to seven in the evening. And it's going to be about Social Security. I didn't know a a person in your field dealt with that, but obviously it's part of estate planning, I guess.
2: Yep. So we're going to talk about the process to apply, what happens if you're denied, who qualifies for it. Um, So I think it's going to be a fun presentation for a couple hours to go over.
1: I didn't know you could be denied Social Security unless maybe you were an illegal you know, immigrant or something.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can be denied like SSDI, which is based on your disability. That's
1: a disability. Mm-hmm. So, so so you th- have to qualify. Okay, so and obviously if somebody's disabled, they could qualify potentially at any age. Yes. Uh, but then there's the SSII. What does that stand for?
2: That's Social Security.
1: And what's the II part?
2: Oh, gosh.
1: Who
0: knows? Who knows? I, <laughs> so, so got, so I know. It,
1: it's probably due to the Social Security Act or something like that. But this is something that, that you know, I, you hear on the radio, <laughs> there's like a thousand ways, you know, to get Social Security. Now, yeah. obviously, that doesn't mean for everybody. No. It, it means that there's so many different family makeups and things that there there are many different options but for the typical person, uh, are there really a lot of options you have to, s- to plow through?
2: The application process is pretty intensive. You know, they, it's the government. So right. they got lots of questions, lots of forms you have to fill out. Um, if it's a disability, you got to provide all of your medical records. Um, they do really actually comb through them and look at them and make sure that you qualify um, and that you meet their qualifications and you stay qualified.
1: But obviously, mm-hmm. if you're retiring, it's an easier process. Oh, yes. But then the question is and would this be more your field or more, say, a tax accountant type thing? Is should I do it at, uh, you know, 65 or 67 or 70, that
0: type of thing?
2: Yeah, that's more, you know, a, a personal question because it's where are your finances now? Where do you expect them to be over the next, you know, four, five, 10 years? So for how early you want to apply and actually start receiving that income.
1: Right. Uh, do you go into th- th- that far out into the business world with your students?
3: No, we pretty much stay within the lane of uh, business formation, liability, and some okay. torts, negligence, okay. um, uniform commercial code, things uh, like that. Okay. So
1: where is this going to be? It's going to be Wednesday, yeah. March the 18th, from five to seven p.m. And do people go to your website to find out more information about it?
2: Yep, it's on our website under the events tab that we have. And, and where it is will- it being held? It's going to be at the WellCare office located at 6801 West Colonial Drive in Orlando.
1: WellCare, okay. And this is, it, is there a charge for this event?
2: No, it is free.
1: Okay, it is a free event.
2: Yep, and we'll have a question and answer period after the presentation.
1: About Social Security and Social Security disability. So you go to the SotoLawOffice.com, the com, and click on the events tab, you said. Yep. And that'll come up, and you'll be able to sign up for it there. Uh, In the meantime, once again, the two of you will be at the National Entrepreneur Center on the morning of Thursday, March the 12th, for the Coffee with a Leader series presentation, and it's going to be about business law. And we've talked about primarily with the idea of, of profit-making businesses or for-profit businesses. How about nonprofits? Uh, do you get a lot of questions about that? Is, do you anticipate that coming up at the, this event?
3: Yes, we do. And uh, starting a nonprofit is a little bit more intricate, intricate, I should say, than starting a for-profit. So I think that's an area where you really want to talk to a lawyer before starting a nonprofit.
1: Absolutely. I, I would Absolutely. imagine You get a lot of. <laughs>
3: Tell me if I am wrong, but do you get a lot of people
1: who come in with the odd notion that I want to? You know, they want to start a nonprofit, but they still want all the profits, kind of thing. Yep, you have to yep. Kind of the lay of the land.
2: <laughs> yeah, I will say it's a lot of people who come and want to start a not-for-profit. Unfortunately, don't end up doing it. There is a lot of rules. There is a lot of regulations. I mean, you know, you are getting a huge tax break as a yeah, not-for-profit. Most
1: of the people that we can see coming across don't qualify. Yep, they just aren't qualified. And when you say qualified, that means the business structure. I take it the business structure. For instance, they have to be registered as an S corporation, right? Yep. And they don't know that, so they want to be a a uh, LLC that's a nonprofit. you can't can't do that. Or they have they want to know where they're going to get their money from, and they don't understand the concept that you have to go out. And build a board of directors and they have to go out and build your funding and how it's spent and everything else. They can still pay themselves, but they can't make a profit. Right. The the corporation cannot. And and so some of these things, if you're thinking about doing this, this might be an opportunity to, to break the ice and begin to understand the process. Yes.
3: And even the compliance side where people will start form the corporation in Florida and then file for the tax exempt status with the IRS. And many people don't realize that there's a follow up step with the state of Florida again to actually solicit contributions. So sometimes people think, well, I've got my determination letter from the IRS. Mm-hmm. I'm a 501c3. And they haven't taken that follow step. So they may actually be soliciting donations illegally under Florida yeah. law.
0: Yeah,
3: I see. Now, so. now, I don't think the state troopers are going to break down your doors for doing that, but it's important <laughs> to, to know. It, be, you it know. gets complex. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. Yep, it,
1: absolutely. It, and that's something that perhaps in the future somebody could use against you, I take it.
2: Yeah. Well, oh, and I mean, man. the biggest concern is if you're not doing everything right, then the IRS can come back and claim taxes on all of your tax exempt income taxes. Yep. Right. And I always say pay the IRS. Right. They'll oh, find exactly. their money eventually.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I used to prepare taxes and, and, and I have, must admit, sometimes people would come to me with, you know, what I would call a scheme. Yep. And I'd say, look, you know, I'm not going to do it, and I would advise you not to do it. I'm not going to say you're lying, but I wouldn't lie. You can, you can lie to your you can lie to your spouse. You can try lying to God, but you better not lie to the IRS because yep. they're going <laughs> to come and find you,
3: and it'll be at the worst convenient, the worst possible moment when yeah. they figure it out. Right? Yeah. And I think with uh, not soliciting correctly, don't you're putting yourself in jeopardy of the people that are giving you money may look at that as a breach and saying, we assumed mm-hmm. that you were compliant and then yep. back out of any yeah. deal that you might have.
1: Exactly. Because it could have ramifications for them as well. So once again, uh, Matthew, Kenny and Kimberly Soto will be answering these types of questions. And we know that perhaps some of you out there who are listening have a question of this particular nature as we've been discussing this today. So the Coffee with the Leader series presentation is the place to take it up with them, and you can sign up at orlando.score.org, and I advise you to go ahead and do it. Don't wait till the last minute, or it may be too late. Same thing with BizFest. If you want to really participate in all the events at BizFest, please go to orlando.score.org and sign up for that event as well. And look at the newsletter. That's got all kinds of dirt, I mean, uh, stuff (laughs) in (laughs) it. Yes, sign up for that newsletter and get the dirt, as he says, and get the scoop. And that's at orlando.score.org, and it's a very professionally done newsletter, yeah. and it's very regular. You won't have to worry, you know. If there was any, did I miss anything? Yeah, my um, name's going to be Dirk now that I said that I, on the radio. Yeah, Lois hears it. You yes. got it. All right. So, um, and by the way, if you would like to attend Kimberly's presentation on Social Security, you can go to her website and sign up for that. The Soto The Soto Law And her number again is three two one. Nine seven two 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 seven nine three two one nine seven two 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 seven nine, And for Matthew. If perhaps you have a question for him and you'd like to maybe email it to him ahead of time, com is his website. Kenny spelled K-E-N-N-E-Y, com. His phone number, 407-693-2050, 407-693-2050. Do they have to be
3: students to contact you, or can anybody contact Well, no, you? I have a practice. Yeah, I have a side business. that I, You do? I, yeah, yeah, so I, I do help. In transactional matters, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I help folks start their own businesses as well and do okay. transactional oh, okay. matters.
1: Good. Yeah. Good. And thing to do is come and visit with them. Coffee with a leader Thursday, March the 12th. Doors open at eight o'clock. Get there early and network and then get your questions addressed at that event. And don't forget to join us at BizFest on April the 29th. And both of these events, you sign up at orlando.score.org. Matthew, Kimberly, thanks for being on the show again today. It was a lot of fun having you back. Yeah. Thanks so much for having Thank us. Thank you. Yeah, right. I learned a lot of stuff. All right. And Rich is going to be upset if you don't go to our Facebook page. Score and like Orlando. us and give us a kiss like and all us, that follow us, stuff. That all that good they stuff. do, right. All right. Till next week, that's it for What's the Score? See ya.